Welcome to Voice of O podcast, where we share stories of adversity, faith, and victories to help you rise, overcome, and stand strong while pursuing your inborn potentials. So this week's podcast, we are going to look at the story of Jonah, and we're going to see how we can use some of that lessons in our lives today. Also, for the month of May 2021, we want to celebrate mothers and women, especially mothers or families who are raising a child with a developmental diagnosis. So we are looking for guests, guests who have a story of adversity and all you overcome to help you uh, motivate or empower or inspire others on the journey. So at the end of our time together, we're going to share how we can reach out and be a part of this inspirational journey. So Jonah was a prophet, but something went down. Jonah disobeyed God. And we're going to learn and we're going to see where Jonah's life situation and how he disobeyed God, how that plays out. I know we can look at some of these things and then apply or make adjustments to our lives. Because you know what? God was merciful in this situation with Jonah. And just like in that time period, it's the same today because God is a compassionate God. He's a compassionate father. And in spite of the situation, in spite of the disobedience, right, and the sins that we commit, some of them knowingly and some of them unknowingly, is willing to forgive when we pray and turn away from that kind of lifestyle or situations, right? So let's look at Jonah chapter 1. We're going to see where Jonah the prophet disobeyed God. So... Jonah 1, 1, 2, and 3 in the New International Version. And if you're not familiar with that term, it's just one of the translations that uh, you can read any scripture in. I I always like to say, you get to choose which translation you like, as long as it's not anything that veer away from the word, the true word of God. So, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amarati. Go to the city, the great city of Nineveh, and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. You know, Jonah was a prophet, right? He was a true prophet. He only speaks what the Lord says, the Lord's word and instructions. But this time around, Jonah decided, even though God gave him specific instruction, he went his own way. Can you not relate to that? How many times have we gotten instruction as children of God to do or to go somewhere and we either do our own thing or we never move? I can identify with that. But Jonah, so it says in in verse 3 that Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went on board and sailed for Tarish 
to flee from the Lord. Hmm. We can still identify, right? We think we're running away. We think we're running away from responsibilities. I've heard people said before that, you know, during ministry school or in a lifetime, they always ask God, you know, don't let me be a minister. I don't want to minister the word. I don't want to serve the church. I don't want to teach kids in children's school and all of that. And oftentimes, it always turn out to be that's the same thing they've done in life. That is the same career, the same path, right? But then the Lord sent a, wa- a great wind on the sea. And such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Wow. In verse 5, it said, All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to their own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten up the ship. Wow. So they, even they were, they were afraid. This, this, uh, the wind was so wild, right? And then guess what? In the story, as I would love for you to read it thoroughly and reverently so you can get the story in Revelation for you, for yourself. But the guys on the ship and girls, he didn't say, but they all become very worried, right? And you know, you know, most of us, when something happened, first thing we're going to start to say, you know, I want to, I want to run for safety. Hey, you make this happen, right? So it's kind of, kind of, imagine it's kind of a, very uh, chaotic scene so Jonah, Jonah was on the ship man and he was he was fast asleep way in the bottom right but one thing I really love about uh, Jonah's story too is that he took responsibilities right listen to this so in verse 6 it said the captain went to him and said how can you sleep get up and call on your God maybe he will take action uh, sorry, maybe you'll take notice of such so that we will not perish. Huh. They were looking out for themselves, right? Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They want to find this out. They want to find out why and who is responsible, right? So they cast lots and lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him now, Tell us. Who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? So they are doing all of the double the double questions, right? The who, the what, the where, right? Because they are curious now. The ship is, you know, just imagine swaying all over the place. And here is where I think Jonah was very honest. You know, he was a prophet. He was a true prophet. Check out my last message because the last message, uh, message eight, we were talking about false prophet. So anyway, he answered. Jonah answered and said, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told him so. Isn't that honesty right there? I like how he was very transparent. He wasn't like trying to hide around the bush and all of that. That was not his, his mission to do that because he was a, he's a prophet. He had a relationship with God, but he just didn't want to do what God said to him. You know, disobedience kicks in, right? The sea was getting rough and rougher. So they asked him, 
what should we do to you to make the sea calm down? Man, can you imagine the chaos that was happening there? I I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine because we have seen similar not similar situation but we have we can make reference to situation when when there is trouble, right? And nobody wants to be in 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 a, in a situation. So it continues. I really like I really really like the honesty piece that he said. Yes, he could have tried to deny it, but you know that's not you know that's not feasible for him to deny God because they have a relationship. Right. Also, I like how the men on board, the Bible says that the men on board feared God. So let's look at uh, Jonah 1 and 6. It said, At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. You see that? So I also like that not only Jonah was very honest. In his comment is in in his answers to the guys, but his life and the experience that was happening right there and and then causes these guys on on board to fear Jonah's God, right? So his life becomes an example right there on the boat, because the the the, the whole mission of God was to show compassion and to change life and to save you know give these guys the chance to repent. And right on the boat, right there, it begins. Right? So Jonah, Jonah, the prophet, disobeyed God. We see that. We see that his life was exemplified. Right? The man on board feared God. And that's what it's all about. Come to that situation. Come to that place that, that um, our life can be an example for God. Right? And what about you? What about your situations, for example? What has God told you to do that you haven't been done? Haven't, haven't done it, and of course I can ask myself that same question too. Actually, I ask myself that question before I'm asking you, right? I know we see where Jonah prayed. Jonah prayed. He said, "God is gracious to forgive," so he knew that he had a relationship with Him, so he went to pray. So in chapter two, verse two, we see from inside of. And then let me backtrack a little bit. And so I want you to read the full story. It's just four chapters, right? The men eventually throw throw Jonah overboard. And you and I, as you and I can probably remember, you know, growing up in in Sunday school, they would talk about Jonah in the belly of the whale. But the Bible really says the belly of a a big fish, right? So in Jonah 2.2, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me right there. In spite of whatever situation you and I are going through right now, call on the Lord because he is going to answer. I have that confidence, I tell you. From the deep in the realm of the, of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurtled me into the depths, into the very heart of the sea. And the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. 
the deep surrounded me. Seaweeds was wrapped, wow, around my head. To the root of the mountain, I sank down the earth beneath, barding forever. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. Jonah was a true prophet. He had a relationship with God. But we only see where he was disobedient. His life was an example to others around him to turn away from their sins and turn to God. I will see that because Jonah know and he has a relationship with God, he prayed. Right? The guys threw him off overboard. That's a given. But they were they were afraid. Right? They threw him overboard. But he knew that he can pray to God. And God is gracious, gracious and compassionate to forgive. Not only forgive, he heard him. And the same thing for you and I today. He will hear our cry. Right? So look at this part. Look at the compassion coming out here. In verse 10, it says, of Jonah chapter 2, verse 10. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. My friends, it doesn't matter how far gone we are in sins and disobedience and all the likes and lifestyles and things, you know, that people cast us down for. You can turn to the Father. You can start to seek to know him if you don't know him as yet. Right? And if you know him, Jonah, look at what Jonah did. Jonah prayed. Jonah prayed to him. And then what happened? God heard him, his prayer. And what else happened? You see where the fish that swallowed him up, right? He spit him out and dry land. Because God causes that. So this is an interesting uh, story. I like it. Because I can see a lot of his situation playing out in today's life. You know, disobedience. Our life as an example. Like here on this podcast, we share stories to inspire, to inspire you, right? Especially, and I love to say especially because that's like my, my passion work right there, right? Especially moms who are expecting or parenting a child with a developmental diagnosis. In spite of what situation there is, the news, the shock, right? We can see that our lives, like my life, because I'm the parent too, right? Our life is an example. When we can rise up, be inspired and rise up and overcome the, the stigmas, right? In a different situation and grab the lessons learned. And then we start to show up. Right? And from that place, we share the lessons that we learned. Because you know what? When I show up, you're blessed. You're blessed because I show up. Because 
I am going to share my journey. I'm going to share the journey of others and how we persevere. And from that place, you're going to be inspired to take what? Inspired actions, right? So Jonah's life was an example for the, the men around him on the boat and they turned to God. And that's what's similar to my situation and your situation, right? So Jonah prayed and when he prayed, God heard him. You see, in the, we're gonna say as we and, and I said, read this, read the scripture, and read it in the translation that you prefer, right? But we're gonna see where God's plan will stand. In Proverbs nineteen twenty one, in the New International Version, which is just one of the translations that you you can read the scriptures in, and go ahead and choose the one that you like, as long as it's not changing the word of God, right? It said, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevail. Didn't we see where Jonah was trying to get out of here and to go wherever he was going? Because he didn't want to go do what God says, right? But what happened? You see, life being transformed. You see, he have to turn to God in prayer and you see where God answers him, Right? God answers him and that changes the whole thing. But if we go to chapter 3, we can see where God's plan will stand. This time, God come to Jonah again and he called him a second time, it says. Right? And in Jonah uh, 3, 1 to 10, I'm going to read throughout. He said, Jonah obeyed and went to the city. God sent him in the first place. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim it to the, the message I gave you. So he already gave him the message that he wanted him to proclaim, right? He gave him again. The Ninevites believe. So he went. He went down there, right? This time he's obeying God. Can you see where God's plan must stand? You know, I mean, there's in Proverbs, many are the plans in the man's heart, but God's plan will stand. The Ninevite believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. That was God's intention to save this city. Can you see that? It's to save the city. So God's plan will stand. And Jonah, the prophet, was the one that he wanted was to go down there and do it. So he wasn't going to get away. There is always, always consequences for disobedience. Always. God does not like disobedience. So when Jonah warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne. He took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and he sat down in the dust. This is a proclamation he issued to Nineveh. Wow. So there you go. Jonah was trying to, trying to, let's say, trying to be disobedient. And okay, we see where everything turned around and then he obeyed. Can you imagine if God didn't stick to his plan? You know, sometimes like we make plans and we don't stick to them. But God is not like that, right? So by the decree of the king and his nobles, we see in the, in the, in the scripture, he said, do not... He given a decree. He said, do not let the people or the animal, herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. 
But let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? Hmm. God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. These people took action right there. So they, Jonah went, he proclaimed what God said. And these people, even the king, rose from his throne and make a decree that we're going to do what this prophet says. So, and then go back and listen to that message we have on, on false prophet. Because a prophet will always say what God's word says. Always. Right? And so, right here we can see the, the people took action. And that's what God wanted them to do to turn from their wicked ways right so mission accomplished for that city of Nineveh right so when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways he relented and did not bring on the, bring on them the destruction he had threatened isn't he a great and compassionate father this reminds me of some of the times when uh, my kids do something and yep, I threaten some discipline, right? And then when I see the apologies or I say they move in a direction and take action to do the things that we ask them to do and accomplish it with great enthusiasm. We have no other else thing to do besides to just imitate what God does. Forgive them. And whatever the, the, the consequences were, we're going to destroy them or put them back up on the shelf. So to speak, God is compassionate, friends, and we ain't going to downplay your situation right now. We ain't going to downplay what struggles you're facing as we speak, as we speak, or what you have been through in the past. But our goal is to, in, to encourage you to be inspired and take those inspired actions because your life experiences, your story, your situation. Can we just say our mess can turn out to be your message? And not only the message, it's also an example. Just like the guys on the boat, and we see where they all turn after seeing that you know what Jonah God is is the God. So we're gonna we're gonna turn and we're gonna worship him. Our life is similar to that. It's an example for others right though it's painful though it's hard though it bring tears i can tell you from where i'm standing right now that you have the first hand lessons learned from your situations and that's what you're going to use later on to empower and inspire others to take actions so Jonah, we see where Jonah prayed and we see where God shows. God's plan stands and it was accomplished. Right? Like I said in Proverbs, many are the plans in a man's, in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. So we can see, or we can come to a conclusion that God's plan was accomplished. We see his compassion plays out. So I want you to take away today that in spite of what you're going through today, that God cares about you. He cares about his creation. 
He cared about the city of Nineveh. He cared that Jonah's life was going to be what he wanted him to be and what he wanted him to do. And on the, on the way, on the way through that, he picks up some more on the boat. But it was really, it was going after Nineveh. But he knows, he knows he's God, right? And our disobedience in life always come with a consequence from God. So let's check that. Let's check and say, are we are we following what God says to do? Oftentimes we don't. But we see that we can always come back to him. We can always pray. And he's gracious and he's compassionate. And he will help us along the journey through his Holy Spirit. Right? So you can pr- pray about the situations. Right? now. He'll forgive you. You know, don't let those things weigh you down. And keep having you relive them over and over again. And I want you to ask yourself the question. What did he tell me to do recently? That I know that I know that I need to do it. But I did not. Because I'm telling you. Just use, use Jonah, Jonah as a story as an example. And just turn. Do the same thing. Turn around. Pray. Call upon him. Sincerely means it. And you're going to see God turn that situation around. You're going to see and receive his forgiveness. And another thing you can ask yourself is, whose life could be in danger? Because you or I did not done what God told us. Can you imagine for a second if Jonah did not act in disobedience? The guys on the ship probably wouldn't get saved. But can you see also what happened when he obeyed? A whole city, a, the whole city was saved because they took action and they turned from their wicked ways and they get to see, the supernatural, get to see the love of the Father shine on through. I know that this was a blessing for you because it was a, it is a blessing for me to stand back here to, to the studies and to read and just see the different pieces that comes out of the story of Jonah. And I can look at my life and make adjustments. If the Lord is putting it on your heart to partner with us, I want you to click the support button on the, on the page. And if you have an inspiring story that you want to share or some lessons learned, and you want to share that with mothers or women, especially women who are parenting a child with a special need, I want to hear from you. So I want you to go to our email at voiceofopodcast, the number one, at gmail.com. Or join us on Facebook, Nerd Down Syndrome, Moms Raising Up in Faith from the Stigma. And be a part of the community and cheer some people on. Until next time, keep doing those reflections. Read the story of Jonah. And I would love to hear from you what jumped out. What are your four or five points that pops out for you? Email me. Voice of all podcast, the number one at gmail.com. And until next time, walk good.